You're listening to episode number 39 of the Keto Diet Podcast. Today, we're chatting about the path to hormone regulation, the best fat-fueled profile for hormone imbalances, and signs that your hormones are off balance. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Leanne from HelpfulPursuit.com, and this is the Keto Diet Podcast, where we're busting through the restrictive mentality of a traditional ketogenic diet to uncover the life you crave. What's keto? Keto is a low-carb, high-fat diet where we're switching from a sugar-burning state to becoming fat-burning machines. All listeners of the podcast receive a free seven-day keto meal plan, complete with a shopping list and everything you need to chow down on keto for seven whole days. Download your free copy at healthfulpursuit.com forward slash keto meal. The link will also be in the show notes for today's episode. Perfect if your daily keto meals have become a bit lackluster, if you're new to keto and a bit lost when it comes to eating what and how much, or thrive on being being guided on what to do and when to do it. Again, that's healthfulpursuit.com forward slash keto meal. Let's get this party started. Hey guys, happy Sunday. I hope you're having a wonderful weekend. The show notes and full transcript for today's episode can be found at healthfulpursuit.com forward slash podcast forward slash E39. The transcript is added to the post about three to five days following the initial air date of this episode. And the show notes include everything that we chat about in all of our episodes. So if there's a supplement that somebody recommends or a book, it's always in the show notes. So again, that's healthfulpursuit.com forward slash podcast forward slash E39. Let's hear from one of our awesome partners. The podcast is partnered with Wolf Clinic Royal Flora, my choice in soil-based probiotics. Soil-based probiotics are a fabulously effective approach to repopulating the gut. The soil-based organisms are cultured in declayed plant matter free from pesticides, chemicals, and toxins. Unlike conventional probiotics, which have a shortened shelf life, are vulnerable to stomach acid, weakened by processing methods, and less likely to reconstitute or colonize the GI tract to the level we need it, soil-based probiotics are alive and thriving, meaning they colonize along the entire GI tract, rapidly forming into the bacteria your body needs most as soon as it interacts with saliva. Soil-based probiotics from Wolf Clinic called Royal Flora is my choice in soil-based probiotic, and my gut has never felt less bloated. I'm not reacting to foods in the way that I used to, for example, spaghetti squash. I can eat it, no problem. It's great. U.S. and Canadian listeners receive 20% off when you order from healthfulpursuit.com forward slash gut. Use the coupon code GUT, all in caps, no spaces, for the 20% discount to be applied to your order. If you have an idea for a podcast episode or want to submit praise over and above the review, which you can leave by going to healthfulpursuit.com forward slash review, you can reach me at info at ketodietpodcast.com. It's so important if you like the show or you have feedback for the show that you go to healthfulpursuit.com forward slash review and enter your review of the show. Really important. And if you've been listening to the show for a couple of episodes, you have a pretty good feeling of what you like or don't like. And I would just love for you to leave some feedback. That would be awesome. That way more people can find the show. My only announcement, and it's a pretty exciting announcement, guys, is that 
we are going back on tour. Kevin and I are going to be jet setting around the US and Canada starting on August 29th, 2017 to meet with a bunch of you, hopefully to celebrate my book. And we will be going to a bunch of places and I'll tell you in just a second. And basically the evening or the event is about a two hour long, an hour and a half, two hours long, where we kind of sit around and I talk for a bunch of minutes about keto and my experience and why I wrote the book. And then I answer a bunch of your questions, like really any question I will answer. We could take some selfies. And if you have my book, The Keto Diet, I will sign your book. And if you don't have it already, it will be for sale at that event. So pretty exciting. We're going to New York, Dallas. I'll be at KetoCon in Austin, Denver, Phoenix, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Winnipeg, Manitoba, Ottawa, Montreal, and then back to Balzac, which is right outside of Calgary, Alberta. So a bunch more dates and times are still being figured out. Washington, I believe, is one of them. And there's a couple other things in the air like Philadelphia. So if I didn't mention your city, no fret. Don't worry. It might still be added. You can go to ketodietbook.com forward slash tour for more information about the book tour and to RSVP. We have a lot of people going to the events already. So if you haven't RSVP'd and you're interested, please RSVP because we will have to shut down certain events because they can only hold a certain amount of people. So if you're thinking about going, please RSVP. You can always bring a friend and RSVP for them. And I'm just like so thrilled to get to meet you. I I loved the first book tour. I loved meeting each and every single one of you. I have all of your names on your little sticky notes that you wrote down for me to sign your book. I have those in my office and I think I'm going to do something really cool with it. I haven't decided yet, but I really, really enjoyed meeting each and every one of you and I want to continue meeting more of you. So if I didn't get to go to your city, I'm hoping that I get to go this time around and I will see you there hopefully. So today's guest, her name is Alicia, and she's a registered nurse, nurse counselor at the local wellness clinic and healthy living enthusiast. She is a wife and mother of two children, and as a family, they follow a paleo ketogenic lifestyle. When she isn't chasing after her little ones or working, you will find her in the kitchen testing recipes and cooking healthy meals that will work best for her family. Alicia has battled adrenal fatigue, thyroid insufficiency, and infertility for the past six years, yet has found healing through natural treatments treatments and a paleo style ketogenic diet. Today, she wants to share her story with other women out there struggling with infertility and provide them hope and encouragement on their journey. So Alicia really opens up to us just about what her experience was like dealing with hormone irregularities and also finding doctors that could help her with her situation. So if you are frustrated with your hormones and not really sure what to do next, you're going to love this episode. So let's cut over to the interview. Hey, Alicia, how's it going? Hey, Leanne, everything's going good. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on the show today. Yeah, it's it's my pleasure. Like I said, I just want to be able to share my story about hormonal imbalance and infertility so that I can help someone else that's out there. Yeah, it's so true. And I know that so many women listening are frustrated with their hormones. And so I know that this episode is going to be really helpful. And so why don't we start off by you telling us, you know, how you found the ketogenic diet. What was that like? And, and how did you find it? Yeah, yeah. So um, Leanne, my story starts about six years ago. I was married for about a year and fresh out of nursing school. My husband and I had recently purchased our, our first house. 
And of course, next on the list was we wanted to start a family. So I had been off of birth control for about a year or so, and I had gotten a regular monthly period, or so I thought. And I thought I was a pretty living a pretty healthy lifestyle. At the time, I had adopted a clean eating lifestyle and um, exercised regularly. Um, so when we started to try to get pregnant, I honestly thought it was going to happen right away. I mean, why wouldn't it, right? Everyone around me saw me as a perfect picture of health. So when it didn't happen right away, I started to worry. And naturally, with my nursing background, I started to research everything I could. One of the first books I read cover to cover was um, Taking Charge of Your Fertility by Tony Weschler. Have you read that book? I have. It is. It will change your life. <laughs> it's so good. Totally. Totally. Hands down, my number one recommendation for anyone struggling with fertility or hormonal imbalance. Freshly out of nursing school, I thought I knew a lot about my body. However, this book taught me so much more. So as Tony teaches in her book, I started taking my temperatures, charting my cycles. And after about just one month of charting, I knew there was a problem. My morning temperatures were reading 95.6 degrees. Mm. Yeah, yeah, basically screaming I had a low functioning thyroid. (laughs) The other thing I noticed was my luteal phase, which as you know, is the second half of a woman's cycle after ovulation. It was only lasting like eight days. And to hold any pregnancy, you need at least 10 days. So basically kind of indicating I had some low progesterone as well. So after about three to four months of trying and charting, I knew there was some issues and I called my gynecologist right away to make an appointment. I kind of had to fight to make an appointment because they instantly wanted to brush me off. You know, they said, well, you haven't been trying for a year, so we probably won't do much for you. I finally was seen, and then in my gynecologist's office, she said the same thing. She didn't want to run any of the tests that I had requested, and she said, well, I hadn't been trying for a year, so she wasn't going to run anything, even though the signs were right there that something was off balance. So after begging her to test at least a TSH, she finally complied, and I was totally right. My TSH came back at at an 8 So I had already suspected hypothyroidism, and there was the proof. So um, I felt kind of relieved that I had an answer. However, I really wanted to fix things right away, and I had a poor experience at my gynecologist's office, so I knew I didn't want to go back there. I did a lot of praying, a lot of searching for the best method to heal my body, and somehow I stumbled across a chiropractor in my area who specialized in treating thyroid disease and hormonal imbalances naturally. So I made an appointment, and after my first session, I was so hopeful that he was going to help me heal my body and get pregnant. In our appointment, the first thing he asked me was, how is your diet? So, of course, I confidently replied, um, I live a clean eating lifestyle, you know, whole grains, fresh fruit, veggies, dairy, proteins, but he didn't seem that impressed, and he put me through a series of food testings. Came back that I was highly sensitive to all grains. So I was in complete shock because I thought I was so healthy, and now I just realized that my version of healthy wasn't so healthy. So after leaving his office, I kind of adopted a paleo eating style with liberal fats. 
And so looking back, I would say that it most closely resembled your daily fat burner profile with daily carb ups. I didn't know about you or your site at the time. However, looking back, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much what I was doing. So he also, he confirmed I had a low functioning thyroid, adrenal fatigue, hormonal imbalances. So he put me on some thyroid supporting supplements, adrenal support, hormone balancing supplements. And I did want to mention one of my favorite supplements he put me on was a hormone balancing vitamin called Equifem by Biotics Research. Have you ever heard of it? I haven't. I'm going to write that down and include it in the show notes. Biotic Research? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Aquafem? It's Equifem. Equifem. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what is that? What, What did you notice on that? So it's basically an overall vitamin for females that has additional support to help with hormone balancing. And with that specifically, I noticed a big improvement. I started to have more energy. I was sleeping better. And my monthly cycle started to regulate. So what I thought before was a normal cycle and a normal period, after being on Equifem, the thyroid support, adrenal support, I realized that I really wasn't having a normal cycle. You know, like after seeing the improvements, I was having clearer skin. I almost had no cramps during my period. My flow wasn't heavy or painful anymore. And my luteal phase started to lengthen. So I think it's it's crazy how prior to that, you know, I just kind of accepted those things as being a woman, that those things were normal, you know, that it's normal to have a painful period that puts you out for a day. It's, it's normal to have like really heavy bleeding and to have acne. And that was kind of an aha moment for me that when I actually started to balance my hormones and to feel better, like all of those sim- symptoms started to go away. So after staying on his kind of regimen for a couple of months, I think it was a total of about six months, I finally was pregnant. Yay. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> so that so that's what I would say my keto journey kind of started. It didn't end there, as we can go on to talk about a little bit more. But um, that's how I started, you know, researching how to do things a little bit more naturally with food and diet and supplements. More on my interview with Alicia after this message from one of our podcast partners. The show is partnered up with Paleo Valley, the makers of the only 100% grass-fed and finished fermented beef stick. Each stick contains 1 billion probiotic CFUs. We all know how important fermented foods are to the health of our gut and the strength of our immune system, especially during cold and flu season, as well as boosting our energy throughout the winter months. Chowing down on Paleo Valley's fermented beef sticks provides your body with all of the beneficial bacteria it loves in one condition convenient little beef stick. Their gut-friendly sticks are gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free, GMO-free, freaky chemical additive dye and preservative-free, as well as being 100% free from carbs and sugar, and made with the highest quality ingredients. Exclusive to listeners of the show, receive instant savings of 20% off Paleo Valley fermented beef stick snacks by going to paleovalley.com forward slash keto. And if your jaw is just tired thinking about beef jerky it's worth noting that these tasty treats are not tough at all but moist with a little snap the summer sausage flavor even tastes like those hickory summer sausages but without the gunk seriously delicious 
Again, that's paleovalley.com forward slash keto for an instant 20% off savings. What was the experience like? So it sounds like you were more doing like the daily fat burner, fat field profile without even really knowing it. Would that be fair to say? Like, um, yeah, definitely. At, at that point, did you know what keto was or were you just eating a ton of fat just naturally to kind of see what would happen? Yeah, I didn't know about keto. However, even in some of the paleo word worlds, they're, they're very liberal with the fats. I don't know that I was eating as much fat as I am now, but I was definitely, you know, doing the coconut oil in my, in my coffee and putting the butter on my vegetables and increasing my fats in those ways. I see. So, totally. yeah. And so then when did you, so then you got pregnant and I'm guessing your hormones were doing a lot better things. When did you find keto and how did that come about? Like, when did you associate yourself with the ketogenic eating style and, and finally find out, oh my gosh, I've kind of been eating keto this whole time and I didn't even know it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So after I was pregnant, I had a fabulous pregnancy. Good year after I was still breastfeeding my son. And I breastfed him for about a year. And then my husband and I, we started thinking, okay, well, we want to have another, another child. But my cycle did not come back. During that time, I was living a, a still the low-carb paleo lifestyle. However, I still had this extra baby weight, and I really wanted to get rid of it. So I probably did what a lot of other women do. I started seeing, well, how, how can I restrict a little bit more? How can I change things a little bit more to get rid of this? So I started restricting carbs. I started doing intense exercise and still no period. And I couldn't understand because in my mind, I was eating perfectly. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't cheating at all. I was doing everything right. So I went back to my natural doctor and I found out my thyroid and adrenals were struggling again. And at that point, I was still taking my supplements and everything, but I, I realized that I, my body was needing a little bit more and I s decided to go on natural natural thyroid medication because my thyroid supplements weren't cutting it anymore. So after going on that, I finally got my period back, but it was still very irregular. And I, I started to notice that it was fluctuating greatly with my eating. If I let my carbs drop too low, my period would go away. And I was still continuing to exercise pretty heavily. But by this time, I was getting anxious and I wanted another baby very badly. However, my periods weren't were irregular. My luteal phase was still very short and I was still showing signs of low progesterone. So after three months of being on thyroid medication, I did manage to get pregnant. However, I miscarried early in the pregnancy. And um, then the following month I tried again and I, and I miscarried, I got pregnant again and miscarried again. So, I mean, that whole experience was probably one of the hardest things I've ever went through in my life. And it really made me sit back and think like, what am I doing? Cause I'm not, I'm not heading in the right direction. I'm not balancing my hormones. What is going to be the best path for healing? I started to think I would never get feel balanced again, or maybe another baby wasn't in our future. And I was very emotional, losing hope. So I, I brought these concerns to my natural doctor and he just, he advised me to take a break from trying to get pregnant. He really wanted to give my body time to regulate and really encouraged me to help boost my nutrients. 
So I kind of had to sit back and make the conscious decision to give up my controlling mentality, stop my my restrictive eating. I decreased my exercise, handed over things to God. I was still following a ketogenic lifestyle. However, I was not restricting my carbs or my calories as much as I previously was. So after about four months of taking a break, nourishing my body, we decided to start trying again. I had been on thyroid medication with regular periods and was not restricting anymore. And so for the first time we tried, I was pregnant again and was able to carry the term. So that was, so now I have two children, four years and one year old. During that time, as I was going through all that, I started working at a health clinic, health and wellness clinic that really promoted the ketogenic eating style. And that's kind of where I got introduced to keto. It it ended up actually being the most perfect fit because I had already went in knowing a lot about the, the paleo low carb lifestyle. And then them teaching me more about the ketogenic lifestyle is where I started to bring keto back in. So the difference between my first pregnancy and my second pregnancy is I probably was a lot more liberal with the fats during that time. And looking back now seeing kind of how I the first time I changed my my eating um, was more of like the paleo low carb and that's kind of I feel like I've almost went full circle because that's kind of where I'm at now today and it seems that that's where my hormones and my body are the happiest and so you mentioned the paleo low carb can you tell us Maybe because I'm sure a lot of people are wondering right now, like, what do you eat on a daily basis? Like, what, what what did yesterday look like for you? So right now, I'd say I probably am most closely following like your daily, your daily fat burner with the daily carb ups. I am still breastfeeding my one year old daughter. So that's part of it. I, in your book, I know you talk extensively and how that's the best for breastfeeding women. And I would say that I've toyed with other profiles, but as of right now with breastfeeding and kind of where I'm at hormonally, I hands down feel best on the, the daily fat burner with daily carb ups profile. So I I usually, I absolutely love your flax focaccia recipe. That stuff's good. Yeah, totally. So, um, I actually make them into little muffins and I usually have one, of those with a couple of eggs every morning for breakfast with maybe like a small rocket fuel latte. And then for lunch, I would say I eat, you know, some proteins with on top of like a giant salad with, you know, some sort of either homemade dressing or just, you know, olive oil and vinegar. And then at night, I usually have some sort of protein with a lot of veggies and usually My carb ups are typically um, more of the starchy carbs I gravitate towards. So more of like a sweet, I do sweet potato fries a lot. That's awesome. And I think, you know, very interesting too. I know for my hormones, it really depends on even the cycle that I'm in. I'm finding now that, you know, some months I do better with daily fat burner, fat fuel profile all month and other months I can get away with more of a full keto where I'm only doing, you know, one or two carb ups, maybe a week. So it's just really interesting to kind of sit back and just let your body kind of tell you what it needs and then, you know, switch between the profiles as to what you feel your body would be best with. So 
Yeah. And yeah, definitely. And I think that too, you know, once I'm done breastfeeding, being able to play around with some of those other profiles, I think I, I definitely could see myself doing that more in the future. More on my interview with Alicia after this message from one of our podcast partners. Keto salads. They're a staple in our house. Great for when you're in a rush, need to boost your fat intake. Salads can hold a lot of fat in them and still taste great or give you that volume in your belly that you don't always get from standard keto food. But let's talk dressings for a sec. Sure, you can make your own and they'll probably taste great, but sometimes making your own dressings takes up time, requires ingredients on hand, and just isn't practical. Enter Primal Kitchen's line of avocado oil-based salad dressings. They're keto, packed with natural, beneficial fats, double as a marinade for your favorite proteins, are nutrient-dense with ingredients like avocado oil, oil of oregano, and apple cider vinegar. Plus, they're always free from dairy, gluten, grain, refined sugar, and soy. Choose your favorite like honey mustard, Greek vinaigrette, green goddess, Caesar, or ranch dressing. Again, they're all keto, all dairy-free, and all delicious. Try a bottle or five by going to healthfulpursuit.com forward slash primal and using the coupon code FAT for 15% off your entire order. Again, that's FAT, all in caps, no spaces, for 15% off at healthfulpursuit.com forward slash primal. So you knew that your hormones were off. What kind of signs did you experience at the very beginning before you got started on this whole path? How did you know that your hormones were a little bit wonky? Was it just that, you know, you went when you were trying to get pregnant, you couldn't get pregnant and that's kind of how it started? Or were there symptoms now looking back that you were like, oh, I probably should have been paying attention to that? Yeah, definitely. You know, I think that my like mood overall my mood would fluctuate a lot with my cycle. I would have anxiety or be on edge a little bit more. And then as, as with my period, you know, the, the terrible cramps and increased heavy bleeding, you know, those are some signs that I think women amongst each other, they kind of joke about that these are normal things that we just experience monthly or the moodiness and everything. But I think that it is an an indicator that something could be off balance. And I didn't realize that until I had felt more balanced and healed my hormones a little bit that those things aren't necessarily normal. And how much better I felt once I was able to dig deeper and kind of figure out the source of those things. And how long, really, when you started adding more fats, how long did it take for you to start feeling better, like your energy and your moods? What was that process for you? Do you remember? Well, I would say that it was a gradual process because, like I said, I kind of started out cutting out the grains and everything, all the my allergenic foods right away. So, I mean, right away, I felt instantaneously better. And then as I started kind of adding in more fats, kind of being a little bit more particular when I would eat my carbs, that's when I really noticed difference, especially in like my hunger and how long I could go in between meals and then on my overall energy as well. And I like that you said too, that you started cutting out foods. And I think that deserves some clarification because 
a lot of people think, oh my gosh, I'm, you know, my doctor said I'm sensitive to all these things and I need to go keto like tomorrow. And they do this complete overhaul and the next day they're free of all the things. And my experience with that has always been like when you make too big of a drastic change, it's really hard on your body and your mental state. Um, so what did that look like for you? Like how long did it take you to kind of get into the groove of that new thing? Cause if you're cutting out grains, for example, I mean, that took me a couple of years to finally be like, nope, I just don't eat grains anymore. <laughs> yeah, it was difficult. I think a lot of people around me had a lot of questions and were a little unsure. At that point, I was, I wanted a baby more than anything out there. And so that was kind of like my motivating factor. I just the next day I walked out of the house and I said, nope, I'm not going to eat these things. If this is what's going to help me heal, then this is what I'm going to do. But then again, you know, I, I came from kind of cleaning out a lot of things out of my diet prior prior to that. So it was just another thing that I had to kind of take out. And it was the things he had me taking out. I did right away, like the grains and then some of the other things cutting out to be more, I guess, keto friendly, that happened over time. That was more of a gradual process. As I continued to learn about nutrition and learn about ketogenic living, then that's when I started cutting out some other things a little bit more gradually. Yeah, good call. And I think especially you mentioned, because you had that motivator, it was a lot easier for you to kind of stay focused. We chatted a little bit about how you felt with carbs and what that process has been for you to kind of find your carbohydrate tolerance. And you mentioned sweet potatoes. Are there other carbs that you find resonate better with you than other carbs when it comes to your carb ups? Well, I, um, I do sweet potatoes. I do like plantains. I will also do like, I, I really love cassava fries. Those are one of my favorites. I haven't noticed tremendously like the difference between I mean obviously staying to those healthy carbs I feel so much better if I would bring in something that I do not do well with rice that is something that I do not feel well with if I do eat rice I can kind of almost feel the inflammation in my body me too like crazy <laughs> so I would say you know doing I, I stick to the sweet potatoes because they're almost like a, a safe carb for me and I do so much better than I do with, you know, rice or, or corn or any of the other grains out there. Yeah, that's fair. And so where are your hormones at right now? Like what tools do you use to kind of keep everything rolling along? Are you just using diet or you mentioned that biotic research supplement before, but is there anything else where you're like, these are the things that I do on a daily basis to keep my hormones rocking it? Sure, sure. Well, right now I'm still seeing a uh, natural physician and he does have me on several supplements. There's some of the same supplements that he had me on when I wanted to get pregnant for the second time. The number one thing he put me on was magnesium and zinc. So he did that right away as well as liquid minerals. So it's like a, it's a liquid mineral complex that I take every day just to keep my minerals up. Fermented cod liver oil. I've done a lot of research on that, and that one is a really good one for hormones, so that's something I also take every day. Vitamin D, I take that. And then I also am on just kind of an adrenal support and, pre and a really high-quality prenatal vitamin. 
So those are some of my go-tos right now. When I'm done breastfeeding, I do plan on going back on the Equifem because, like I said, that was a game changer for me. And I felt really good on that one. So... Cool. And any recommendations or things that you noticed with PMS specifically of, you know, how to deal with fatigue or hunger, headaches, mood swings? Do you notice anything with that, that, you know, tools that you use to help with that? I would say probably first and foremost, just to listen to your body. You know, there, I think I truly believe there are certain times of your cycle that you are going to be a little bit more hungry than not hungry. And just kind of listening to where your body is and where it's at and just feeding it as you need to. I think that's a really good point. Like I know that I get really hungry at certain points in my cycle. And when I don't honor that, I end up getting a headache and getting mood swings and usually being tired. So it's kind of like, you know, very, very true to your point, Alicia of, you know, just listening to your body. And if you feel like X, Y, Z, you know, look at that and see what's going on there. And usually if you're not honoring that, more symptoms are going to pop up. So well said. Yeah, definitely. Did you have any issues with anxiety or depression before starting keto? I know that, you know, having miscarriages and stuff would have been pretty stressful and horrible for your well-being. How did you deal with those emotions throughout all of that? Yeah, that it was it was difficult. And I think that having any sort of depression during a time like that is is normal, you know, definitely. So, you know, I, I think the biggest thing for me was just kind of digging a little bit deeper into my faith, realizing that, you know, everything was not in my control. And I had to give it to God and do what I could on my end too to help heal, but just kind of releasing that and, you know, not, not losing hope in the fact that a pregnancy was going to happen in the future and continuing to nourish my body as needed, continuing to eat the good fats and not restrict anymore. Like I was, you know, exercise also was a big part of my life and telling myself that it was okay not to exercise as much as I was and just kind of tone things back a little bit and just you know, live in the moment and let my body heal as necessary and also being patient with my body. I know you talk a lot about, you know, positive self-talk and just think different things you can say to yourself. And I, I, I found a lot of your podcasts super beneficial in just different those areas of my life specifically. Well, I'm happy that could help for sure. Yeah, that's why we do what we do. Um, hopefully even with you coming on the show today is just, you know, sharing your experience and hoping that if there's somebody out there that's struggling like you did, that you can speak to them right in that moment and help them overcome that before they have to experience all the things that you did. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Totally. And what do you feel is missing in the ketogenic space specifically for women? Like what, what do you wish that were, was out there for women that are keto? I think, I mean, a lot of what you're doing, Leanne, I think that talking about keto and how it can help a woman and her hormones and specifically too, you know, promoting that this idea that we need to listen to our bodies and there's not a one size that fits all. I know that when I've previously tried to do, you know, the 20 carbs or less and do this strict keto, my body just goes crazy. And, you know, I think that in in my mind, you think, well, what am I doing wrong? Or how come this isn't working for me? 
when truly it could just be, you know, that that one size fit all keto mentality isn't the best for all women. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I had to learn that the hard way for sure. (laughs) And what's your favorite keto thing to eat right now? Like what's your go-to fatty fattiness thing? Well, I do love my fat bombs. Most of my fat bombs usually consist of coconut butter or sun butter. Um, They're two of my favorite flavors. One of my favorite fat bombs is like a cookie dough fat bomb. And I usually mix like sun butter with coconut oil and butter and then like swerve or liquid stevia. I mix that together and I usually add a couple of Lily's chocolate chips and then I put them in the freezer and I always make them like mini so that if I just want, you know, a tiny little treat with a meal or something that it's just like a tiny little bite size and I can just have one. So that's a really good tip. That's a really good tip. I used to do this thing where I would make like an entire batch of bark and it was just, it took up the entire portion of the silicone mold that I had. There was probably like six servings in there. But I mean, if you have an entire silicone mold just sitting there with a bunch of bark and it's a fat bomb, you're just going to eat it all. Even if you're not even really hungry. I totally forgot about this. I need to make this bark again, but in smaller (laughs) size portions, because I would just sit there and eat all of it, um, which was okay. But it was like a constant thing that just kept happening. And it was so good. But often all, all you really need is like just a little kick of fat. So that's a really, really awesome tip. Yeah, most definitely. I was finding the same thing. I would make bigger ones and then I would cut them in half, but then just Mm. knowing that other half, (laughs) I had to go back and eat it. Of course. Totally. (laughs) Totally do. Any other things that you want to share with listeners about their hormones or just any word of encouragement or stuff that you went through that you want to share with people so that they don't have to go through all the struggles that you did? Yeah, definitely. So, so many out there, people out there struggle with infertility and it's something that's just very dear to my heart. My main reason for volunteering my story is just to provide hope for other people out there struggling with similar situations. And that would be my message to those out there is, you know, don't try not to get discouraged, try not to lose hope and know that your body wants to heal itself. You just kind of have to help encourage it in the right direction. And just to keep keep trucking along, keep trying to figure out what's going to work best for your body. And hopefully you will find some success through that and, you know, end some of your infertility struggles. Yes. Beautifully said. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, Alicia. The show notes and full transcript for today's episode can be found at healthfulperceived.com forward slash podcast forward slash E39, including all of the awesome things that Alicia mentioned. I'll include books and links and supplements. You guys can check that out. And the transcript is added to the post about three to five days following the initial air date of this episode. So thanks again for coming on the show. I know that your story is going to help a lot of women out there and we really appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Thank you, Leanne. You bet. And that does it for another episode of the Keto Diet Podcast. Thanks for listening in. You can follow me on Instagram by searching Healthful Pursuit, where you'll find daily keto eats and other fun things. And check out all of my keto supportive programs, bundles, guides, and other cool things over at healthfulpursuit.com forward slash shop. And I'll see you next Sunday. Bye.